to lock down and start once. I, I sort of seen that coming and positioned ourselves to be able to navigate that financially, make it possible um, to do it a second time. It's just, it, it, it just becomes harder and harder. I'm Danny Vallant, and this is Dirty Linen, the podcast that takes the issues the hospitality industry finds hard to air in public and shakes them all about. Dave Stewart is the owner and chef at Ascot Food and Wine, a cafe, restaurant, neighbourhood hangout that's not actually in one of the lockdown suburbs, although its name might suggest that it is. Ascot Vale is locked down, but Ascot Food and Wine is in Mooney Ponds, a little island of openness uh, in amongst a ring of hotspot. Dave, this is a big day for you, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is, Danny. It's um, it's it's sort of you run through a million emotions again. Um, obviously, trying to turn turn the key off, I, so, I suppose, so to speak, on turning your business off as as our um, our trade has just been sort of diminishing. I think over the last, I'd probably say five to six days. Um, as soon as this sort of second wave sort of came through, um, we just watched sort of day by day it just sort of dwindle um, to the point where I've, I've we well we desi- we decided as a group that I think it was best for for not not just for the business but I think for the safety of um, staff and community. Um, I think being left open and just being an island, as as you say, as o- openness, um, it just yeah, it's just business isn't good, and um, obviously, I think you've lost confidence in um, the community as well, as far as eating out and just being out and about. So, um, so yeah, so today we're closing. And you're closing, closing, or are you are you going to stay open and, and do some takeaway? No, nah, we're we're going to close, close, and just um, like I'm, I mean. The hardest thing for me at the moment is um, the emotional roller coaster, so the mental side of it. Um, um, and that's, I think that's the biggest challenge that I'm facing. Um, and I, I think we're, we're going to try and just um, do what's right for us. I, I mean, obviously, I've got a young family as well, so we're going to try and look after that. So I think when we come back, we can all come back as a group Um mentally ready physically ready and um give the best chance that we've got of making this business work again tell me more about the roller coaster like take me through the story of the past four or five months um yeah so basically we were branded as ascot food store um which i took over six years ago or we created essentially six years ago on the ninth of this month um uh, which was sort of like your neighbourhood cafe, um, which has been a good business. And I think over the last probably two years, that business has just sort of suffered a lot in the, um, I think just as a business model in general. Um, so basically we worked on the last eight months on trying to navigate into a into a new model. Obviously we've had challenges along the way with trying to get a liquor licence um, which finally came through um, towards the end of last year um, and trying to launch and rebrand and be able to do some nights. Like we don't want to do it every night, but um, definitely sort of Thursday through or Wednesday through to Saturday. 
um, to try and change it into sort of like an all dining, all day dining in neighborhood sort of food, wine, um, and, and just sort of like a local, a real sort of local spot. Um, and pretty much we, over, over January, we, um, I think for the first time ever in the history of Ascot, uh, food store or food mine as it's known now, I, I decided I, I was up in Byron Bay where my um, partner's family lives and I decided to come back and open throughout Christmas just because I had this sort of inkling of it, that it just felt like the right thing to do. Um, and in doing so, we opened and it was quite successful and then I teamed up with a, um, a friend of mine who's a, a shop fit out and we created tried to come up with a plan to create the space feel more like a, a restaurant. So we um, open traded during the day and at night we'd renovate and try to create that sort of new feeling and then rebranded um, properly sort of, well, we've just sort of finished it. But in March, we are sort of heading into the rebrand, like I think the week before lockdown um, and we had the sort of night menu and everything ready to go and just just as we were ready to turn the key on the new sort of business that we've been working on for the previous eight months is when we got news that we had to um, sort of, we went into lockdown, which is, I think was a very necessary move as a, as a, as a state and country. That is so tough though. You just put in all that thought and love and I'm sure you were so excited to, to bring this new stage of the business to fruition. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. It, 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 we were excited. Um, I think it was a second life and um, I felt like it was a good position in the market. I feel like the staff were ready for it. I feel like the community, obviously, um, for those of you that know Mooney Ponds, there's quite a lot of development. So the place has changed in the last six years and I feel like we'll just change. We're, we'll, you know when you feel like you're beginning to change with a suburb that's changing as well. Like you felt like we were just on the same spot again. Yeah, no, um, same trajectory. Yeah, yeah. And then you sort of get news of this. Like like, I think the first time of closing your business, it's like, I mean, you have weird conversations that, and they're still surreal now. Like some of the conversations that you have is just stuff that you'd never, ever, ever think that you'd be able to talk about or, or conversation that you'd even have, like the words, that you, the sentences that you say essentially. Um, what do you mean? Like what? Uh, I just think um, just just the fact that you have to close, like pandemic, like um, the fact that, you know, this is happening and it's just a global, it's a global, it's a global thing. Like you read the news of just like, I mean, I mean this is going back three months ago, just how they sort of shut down Europe and, you know, like it just seems surreal. Like it's just, like it's not, it's it's just hard to, I don't know, just to say this is actually really happening. And I think I think the first time, I think the first time for me was, I was pretty good with it because I felt like it was, like, and as I do now, like it's necessary, like it is, you know, it's life and death, right? Like, you know, like that. That's that's what we're facing as we know or what we understand or what I understand from what I know. Um, and I, I was okay with that because I thought if, if I've got to shut my business and, and keep my people safe, whether it's community, family, staff, etc., I, I think that's a good move. Like it's a no brainer. Um, um, and, and you know what, like 
it'll be here when we get back. And, and we've got it. We're a pretty established company as a like as a business as a whole. Like, like so. Yeah, we 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 were always planning to come back. Um, and I sort of I, I moved back up to Byron Bay for three months and sort of just really worked on being a better me as a person. And um, I think it was a good time to just take out, especially being in hospitality for 20 or 24 years. It's um, you never get the opportunity to, I I mean, what do they say? Take time out and smell the roses, you know, just, just sort of assess on, you know, everything that you're doing and everything that you've done. Um, And then I think I came back when I came back, I I was ready to go again. Um, Just recharged, refreshed, um, and, and sort of give it the best shot. And when, when we came back, we opened and we, 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 we set off, we gained momentum almost instantly. Like it was, it was really like the locals got around us, friends, family, and the community just sort of really got behind us and supported us. Like, like it was amazing. And then you just watch it. Um, you, you just start, I, I think for me, I started seeing, things in the news and you're just like, Oh, I've seen this before and I've had this feeling before. And then I think my gut was sort of telling me two weeks ago that this is where we're heading. And, um, yeah, like, and and then you're sort of doing it again. Like it it takes, it's emotionally, it's emotionally tough. It's financially tough to just turn something off and to turn it on again. It's, it comes at a cost. So you need to be prepared for that. Um, you know, it's. I think we're fortunate enough where where nearly all of our staff are on JobKeeper, um, which is. I mean, it's good for our peace of mind as 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 a like obviously a director to know that our staff are, are, can eat um, and pay their necessary bills and um, yeah, and then it's just yeah, like I mean, we were planning on heading back up to like to the in laws. And then um, you just sort of see that all the borders are starting to close again. And, you know, like um, just up the road, like there's there's acts that are happening that I, I, from where I sit, I don't even know how that's humanly possible to do that. You know, like uh, from, and that's my opinion, um, just in the commission flats. Like it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a strange time. It's so strange. So, I mean, are you planning to go away, or do you feel like you're stuck here now? I, uh, uh, we're we're still going to go and self isolate. Just, I think, I've suffered um, a fair bit of like I'm not an anxious person, but um, I've suffered a fair bit of anxiety. Um, just in in not like I think always trying to like I think I turn on myself pretty quickly like um because like when you see something obviously it's not of our doing of you know business struggling you, you try and come up with something new and some you know you try and stay be optimistic and then I think it just wears you down and then you start questioning like oh maybe I could do this better or maybe we should try doing that and it's just I think you know like um I think the best thing for me to do is to do I, I think it worked last time and I think it's it's sort of the best thing to do now, as far, and having a young family, it's it's always I have to put them first too, you know. 
So you feel like that, like mentally for you to keep trying to come up with new ideas right now would be too taxing and just like not a, wouldn't be a good move? Nah, like I, I think for the position on where the business is, like we're, we're quite destination. So we're our, our takeaway trade is, is definitely not, is non-existent. Um, I don't, I, I think as, as I said sort of before, um, our business is, is, is quite healthy as well. It's as healthy as it can be. Um, so I think it's just better to close it down and, and minimize like a loss, a, a, like a financial loss of, of turnover, which can be quite significant. Um, and just come back at a time. Like basically I think what I've, what I've understood is it's we can't trade as a business as we know it now with these restrictions and being so isolated as 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 we're the only suburb next to Essendon that's pretty much not in lockdown if if that sort of makes sense it's just we can't we can't trade that heavily restricted tell me a bit more about the anxiety um tell me some of the low places it's taken you um, I think, I think it's, um, I think the toll it took was, um, two Fridays ago where I woke up at, um, I mean, being a chef, I've, I've sort of obviously lived not the most healthiest life and, you know, like eat, like to eat good food. So I'm not the fittest I've ever been. Um, however, yeah, I woke up at 4.45, I think it was, and, um, had chest pains and, um, sort of like all these symptoms that you'd sort of presume to be a heart attack. So I proceeded to call an ambulance um, and went in and woke up my partner, God bless her, and said, don't panic, but there's paramedics coming. I don't feel too good. Wow. Um, and uh, sort of went into the uh, – who the paramedics were amazing, by the way, I and um, – Royal Melbourne Hospital is where I ended up um, and was there for four hours and they sort of take your bloods and um, do run all the tests and it just, long story short, it just ended up being um, a lot more of a subconscious type of anxiety of just always being on um, that sort of caused that feeling of um, basically having an attack in your sleep. So I think, I think, it was just, I think at that point, I knew that I was sort of trying, I was pushing myself too hard. And um, yeah, that's when we sort of, that's, and I think that's when all the signs sort of started to show that this is where we're heading into sort of lockdown area. And I think that was the anxious thing for me that was building up because to start again, to lockdown and start once, I, I sort of seen that coming and positioned ourselves to be able to navigate that financially, make it possible um, to do it a second time. It's just, it, it, it just becomes harder and harder. I think I've positioned it well, as well as I could have again, but um, I think it's just no other choice. And, and you yeah, know, like, and we're all human. So I think, you yeah, know, and that's the thing, like it's, it's it's anxiety, but my anxiety is no different to any what anyone else's. You know, it's it's it, not everyone else has got the same worries, the same like I'm no different to 
to, to, to yourself and anyone else. Like it's, it's, it's just the scale of it. Yeah. Everyone does have their own, everyone, I guess, experiences the pandemic in their own way and through their own filter and their own lens. I think as an employer, you do, you do have a particular weight that you carry where I guess you're, you do have that comfort of job keeper for your staff where at least, yeah, as you say, you know, they're going to be able to eat. But I think if you're also thinking about their safety or also, you know, thinking, well, if I'm feeling this anxious, how are they feeling? I guess they're also on the front line dealing with customers and their own anxieties. So I guess there are so many layers to what you might be experiencing and feeling. Yeah. And, and that's exactly right. And I think that was, um, I went out for lunch with um, Alex, my partner on Saturday, and we sort of um, had a good discussion about it. And she just sort of, she's a very good voice of reason. Um, and she just sort of asked me what my worries were. And when we sort of spoke about it, she said, well, you know your decision. So, um, and, and that's exactly as you say, I'm not prepared to put my staff in a position where they feel uncomfortable and they have, they've given it their all. And, um, you know, when I went back and spoke to the team as a group, that's, that's what, you know, we all sort of felt the same way. So that was a decision we made. And, and I think in doing so, it was the best decision for the business. And what did you feel like going out for lunch with Alex? Like, did you feel that the restaurant environment was a good place to be? Um, that's a good question. I, well, I think, I think we don't get out a lot and we were very selective on where we, obviously we, we we're, we're sort of creatures of habit. So we tend to um, escape to the regular places. Um and where we went, we sort of we went to down to the South Melbourne market, and just sat out outside at clay pots, sort of under a heater, so with a pram. So we we like for us, I felt fine. Like I feel like I I trust, I trust people that are doing the right thing. I trust, and I know this because I know that to the best ability, where where we are hundred percent trying to do the best job we can and keep people as safe as we can and and comply as much as we can. So, and, and, you know, to sit outside under a heater um, with no one really around you was like, you know, I, I felt, felt, felt fine. And I think it was just good to be able to sit down and feel, you know, I think more so I felt it's good to feel normal. Yeah. You know, it felt fine to feel normal and sit outside and have a really nice lunch. Yeah, I really relish those glimpses or slices or patches of normality in amongst all this, whether it's, yeah, whether it's walking the dog or watching something dumb on TV, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, unpacking, yeah. shopping, um, yeah, just anything normal. Organising the pantry. <laughs> that's, that's on my to-do list still. Can you believe it? I still haven't done that. What have I been doing? Um, yeah, yeah, but I think we definitely... I guess it's that cliche of, you know, you sort of realise what's precious, don't you? And as you say, you know, you've got your baby and you, you need to prioritise your family. But I think, yeah, we do, we do realise the things that we value and hold so dear. But, yeah, so, so today you've been in the process of like, like physically what, turning things off, clearing stuff out. What have you been doing? Yeah, so today we just ran and trade as normal. Um, obviously we, I think last Tuesday or Wednesday is when I started gearing down. So we just started to minimize and, um, we had a sort of a, a kitchen meeting where 
we just agreed that we think it's better to prep. So work harder um, and prep more, like, I'm sorry, prep more often, but less produce. So we, we wanted to pretty much have less wastage than we did last time. Um, so, so gearing down and then today, I think last night, the Sunday, we sort of stayed back and started our deep cleaning and organization on how we want to do our clothes this time and how we could do it better than we did last time. And, and then, um, yeah, today we just, uh, had one, uh, one person on service. Like it's pretty quiet. Um, we get a little bit of a run, lunch rush and then that's, that's sort of it for the day. Breakfast is sort of non-existent at the moment. Um, you have like a big takeaway coffee trade. Um, and then, yeah, we just, we just sort of packed up deep clean fridges and now, um, I literally just ran in because we we're about to do the stove tops and, and the canopy, so I got out of that. Oh, good. Glad to schedule this um, chat for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Something's working out. Um, yeah, and I've just got some uh, milk I'm about to go drop off at the Delias. And, um, yeah, just, um, the staff, will, I sort of let the staff go through and divvy up all the produce left over. And there's quite we've got quite a fair bit of milk here, so the staff will come in and out and um, grab as they, as they please. It's funny, isn't it? You just wouldn't think you'd become an expert in shutting down a restaurant because there's a terrible killer virus in the in the air. Yeah, it's definitely um, it's definitely strange in in that aspect. I think um, it's always exciting to to reopen. So I think I think that's what I think as a group we're trying to hold on to is just is come back when when the restrictions aren't so heavy on us um, and we feel like we've got a successful, I suppose, uh, a successful launch period in, in where we think it can work and we come back and just sort of have a really good go at it then because I, I feel like um, with everything that's going on, I think the economy is going to be another obstacle we're going to face Um whether it be at the end of this year or the start of next year um, in that, you know, like it's all good now that we've got JobKeeper and um, we're getting, you know, like if you're in the hotspot areas, you get government assistance to a certain degree, although for some businesses it won't be enough, for others it may well be. But, um, yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's 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 crazy because it's like almost like we've got this government credit card which we you know every, everything's good but at some point that's gonna be turned off and um i think that's that's where i'm trying to position ourselves and and when i i suppose i talk about the protection of of trying to keep our our staff employed that's 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 where my mind's always thinking it's it's you know, like in my, in my, in my stomach, it feels like March next year is going to be the time where things like reality is going to be a different, a different again, um, as for what the business model is going to look like, um, especially without all these payments. Cause I, I feel like, you know, like even if we get through the end of the year, um, to, even if it finishes in October or September, as as they say, it's. I think the last three months of the year, on a being optimistic, will be good because we sort of head into that really 
good festive season. We have some really nice weather and, yeah, there's a lot of good things that we can look forward to, whether, whether obviously restrictions allow us to do it with spring racing carnival and all that sort of stuff. It, it's still good to be able to look forward to that. But then next year when that debt has to be paid back, I feel like that's when, I think that's when the pain's going to be felt from from not only I think hospitality, but but you know not only hospitality, other other businesses as well. I mean, I feel like it's a hard question to put to you when you're literally you know cleaning down and giving away the milk and closing down. But when you do think ahead to March, and especially in the light of just having reframed your business, I mean, do you think that you need to change the business model once again? Um, I think I think it'll be definitely. I think hospitality is definitely going to change again, um, and I think the business model will have to change again because I just I, I just have that feeling that it's just not going to be the same. Um, it's it, but in saying that, like I, I what it what it changes to or what it's going to look like, I have no idea. I think the only only like the only way I can give myself the better chance of survival as a business is. Um, by taking the time out and bowing out when I feel it's the best time to for the safety and the and the good of the business, and then coming back when I feel that it's it's safe, it's 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 viable, and um, and being present. So so literally, um, I think with my business is is a day to day, week to week. It's a local. It's it's not. We don't rely on holiday periods we don't rely on summers we don't rely on winters we we rely we we assess it for for day to day week to week so so the pulse is on on sort of you know the finger is always on the pulse and if something's not working we need to change we need to adapt because we're very consistent in in what we do as, as a business model um uh so I feel like being present and being in that business and, and using um, all the facilities we have, you know, like with the logins and the, you know, that, that gives us reach on uh, where people are coming from, um, you know, like uh, point of sales so we can see what times, we can see what people are selling, we can see what people are spending. I think that's, that's the information we've got to use and let, essentially let the business and the people tell us what they're they're after if if that kind of makes sense yeah so well if i understand do you mean that you're going to reopen and you're going to watch everything very very closely let your customers sort of tell you what they want through the data that they i guess sprinkle around as they go about their business in your business and then you'll use that to build the next stage of ascot food and wine on yeah, correct, and that that sort of helps navigate opening hours. And, you know that that helps change what we need to do. So it's sort of just use, using the data we've got to to make make it viable. Um, but but I and I think that'll definitely change from what it looks like now to to what it will be next year. I think that'll definitely change. I, I feel like price points going to be a very sensitive topic next year. Like I think that's something that we really need to look at. Um, and that's got to be it's got to be viable. Like we've got to make sure it's it's fair trade for everyone. Like obviously we we try and use as local and um, you know like boutiques suppliers for I mean a cafe rest all day dining restaurant that we try to be. But yeah, you know, we've got to make sure that everyone's getting the right price for everything. So 
and we're going to see what that looks like. But I, I feel like, um, you know, you, you, we can't price ourselves out of the market either. I've got that salmon dish of yours that I had last time I came in in my mind and just thinking about just how good it is. Like your food is so great and I think one thing that really shone through for me was just the level of skill, technique and thought and care in, you know, there was the there was the cured salmon, there was smoked salmon, there was rillettes, there was this beautiful egg. Like it was just, it was plated so beautifully. It was so balanced. It was, you know, the all the great balance of textures and flavours. And I think, I don't know, I just, I hope that you're going to be able to pull off great dishes like that at, um, and that people will see the value in, in what you bring to the plate. And I guess, you know, the years of skill and thought that have gone into creating a, a dish like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 and, and and we hope so too, and we appreciate, you know, obviously your feedback on that, because when we hear stuff like that, it makes, you know, that's why we why we do it. We try and, you know, give the best we can, and and be creative without being too different, because at the end of the day, we're we're just we're accessible to, you know, like we're a very accessible dining level, um, but yeah, I, I and I think that's 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 pretty much, I think what we aim to be and, and we try to do. And um, obviously we just need to monitor that and make sure that that's, that's the viable way of doing it. Like, um, and, and that's what people like, hopefully our locals still want when we come back and, and start navigating through the tough times. Cause I think they're the, they're the times that we're sort of heading into. Um, so, yeah. Was there a dish that you uh, sent out for the last time today or over the last few days that you thought, damn it, you know, I loved that one, really was so happy and proud to have that on my menu and now I've got to put it away for a while? Yeah, I think I think when I came back I, I sort of obviously being up north and um, spending a lot of time on the water, I sort of I came back and I just thought I just want to have go back and be old school and have like a fish of the day and a pasta of the day. Like, I don't know, you, you remember, but sort of in the late 90s and early 2000s, you go into any restaurant and you just have a fish of the day, a pasta of the day and an entree. And I'm, um, and I, I love that. And it's, it's very, it's sort of, you know, it's, I just came back and I'm like, well, I just want to have a fish and hopefully get to the point where we can build up, we can do the pasta and yeah, be that sort of bistro. But I came back and, um, I'm just like, I'm going to do a fish of the day. I'm going to speak to my seafood supplier and just order whatever is the freshest and the best and the most sustainable that they can buy in the market. And that's what I'm going to run as a fish of the day. So it's exciting. You know, you come in and like obviously being um, what we, what we cook is very sort of, you know, it's breakfast, lunch, like it's, it's creative, but we just try and do the simple things very well. Like we, we, we try and sort of match everything and, and, but not be too, too, we, we can't be really too out there. Um, but coming in and, and, you know, hearing the, the guys in the, in the prep room just saying, you know, the fish is in and it's um, one day it's harpuka and then, the yeah the next day it's it's John Dory and then it's it's just awesome to be able to create a dish on the spot on what we're going to serve for lunch so and I think yeah obviously being a young chef I sort of love that because it, it just sort of it puts you on the spot 
and you can't really prepare for it. But um, you sort of go through the fridges on what you've got. And, and obviously, as we ran down, we still we kept doing it because we had regulars that sort of ended up calling up and saying, what's the fish today? So, Oh, think, that's so good. I think um, I think that's what I'll miss the most. I, I was just like, you know, you know, when you do it and you're kind of like, oh, I'm going to miss this, you know, because it's sort of – and you're not doing the same thing that you do every day. It's just like, oh, we can do something different and people are actually calling up and asking what it is. And I think that was, that was what I was starting to learn. I think this could be the, that this is the new way, like of what Ascot wine, food and wine could be, you know, we we, we'll finally be able to break the cycle of just being a breakfast joint. Uh, I think that's so exciting. And even though it's like sad and distressing that you've got to shut up shop for a while, I think that the fact that your customers so quickly latched onto this new way of of being with you is so promising for the future. So I feel like you've got such great support from your customers, from the local community, that they're going to be so interested to see how you make the best of whatever it is on the other side of this. So, Dave, um, yeah, good luck and take it easy, as easy as you can. Breathe deep and um, restore. Yeah, I do a lot of that. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I've been doing a lot of the breathing at the moment. I think that's the only thing that sort of helps you control it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear it and I'm, I'm for one, super excited to see what you do on the other side of the pandemic. Um, I wish you all the best and, yeah, I can't wait to eat your food again. Yeah. Thank you so much, Danny. That means a world to us. All right. Take care. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about. We spend a week thrashing around each issue, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We wanna hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. This is a Deep in the Weeds production.